0: You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Join Karen Rizzo as she shares her true and inspiring stories of angel encounters and their divine messages. As an established author, spiritual coach, medium, and public speaker, her desire is to inspire others and to remind us we are all one, guided, divinely loved, and never alone. Karen will inspire you to shine your lights brighter than ever to align you with your soul. The time for belief and healing begins now. Here's Karen. Hello, welcome to Lights Up. I'm your host, Karen Cesario Rizzo, coming to you from the Windy City beautiful sweet home Chicago, my beautiful sweet home Chicago. So it's not winter yet, but I will tell you the city of Chicago is beautiful in the winter. If you've never been here, um, when time allows, uh, try to come here in the summer is a beautiful time, but in the winter is a special, holds a special magic for those of us who live in Chicago and love in Chicago. So get here when you can. So for those who don't know me, I'm an author spiritual life coach, intuitive, light worker, medium, and a passionate believer. I believe in angels. Angels who have led me, protected me, and guided me my entire life. I believe in the law of attraction. And I've incorporated the law of attraction and so many of its laws into my life. And I've not only manifested my dreams and desires, but I've manifested blessings that I never even knew I was manifesting more than I could ever have dreamed of. So maybe you're listening to this right now because you're a spiritual person and you want to learn. Maybe you're not a spiritual person and you're just curious, or maybe you don't know. It doesn't really matter. If you are looking for a change in your life or you want to enhance your life, if you want to learn how to activate the law of attraction in your life, you've come to the right place. I'm here to help. We are all here to help. Those of us who are at this network are here to help. The reason why we are on this network is because we have all learned and we continue to learn about the laws of attraction and how to incorporate them in your life. We're all still learning. Um, and if you tune into my show every week, you will not only learn or hear what I have learned, but what I continue to learn, because it's a never-ending journey, which is pretty exciting. So I am a storyteller. I'm a storyteller because I have stories. <laughs> so and I know the, those of you who know me are laughing because you know me and you know that I have stories. I have so many stories. I have stories for every occasion. You see, I've been through so much in my life and I've been guided through the toughest times. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, I do have stories for every occasion. My friends who know me know this. You know, we've been out for coffee, for dinner, for drinks, for pizza, for walks. And I always have a story. I'll say, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see you. I have to tell you what happened. And then when I, we sit down, they go, tell me what happened. At the end of each story, with their mouths hanging open, they say, oh, my God, that's amazing, Karen. Everything happens to you. The best part of all of this is, is they're all true stories. They may at times seem unbelievable, but they're not. They're all true. None of these stories, no truths have been stretched for any entertainment purposes, or um, or I would not be able to continue on, on this path for so many years. The universe would just not allow it, would pull the plug on me. I have so many true stories I could write a book. Oh, wait, I did. I wrote three full of true and amazing stories. All right, all right, all right, enough. You might ask, why do I have so many stories? Why does seemingly everything happen to me? It's pretty simple. The reason is because I ask for help. I'm open for messages all the time. I put fear and ego aside and I search for truth. I search for answers. I'm that girl, I search for answers. Even when I'm scared, especially when I'm scared, I ask for help, I always do. So my angels and spirit guides and the universe get together and they conspire to provide me with the answers. Real life experiences to assist me to see things clearly. And they're very busy, believe me. They're very busy. I'm a full-time job for my angels. They even send in specialists to help me, truthfully. As anyone who knows me knows, I'm a believer. I have great faith, great faith. Even when common sense tells me I shouldn't, but that's faith, right? I don't really listen to common sense. That's faith. Believing is when common sense says not to. And I'm the host of my own podcast, Lights Up, where I can share these true and amazing stories and hopefully to inspire you to dig deep, ask for help, and receive miracles that are right in front of you waiting to be discovered. All right, let's get back to this week's episode, which is entitled, oh, Perspective 2020 Vision. Okay, okay, I know you're probably tired of hearing about 2020 stuff, what it means, la la la, whatever. There's only a few weeks left to 2020 and you may think, you know what, I don't want to hear anything more about it. I don't want to hear about what it means anymore. I've had it, I want to move on. You may think it's time to move on and leave 2020 where it belongs, right? I don't know, I don't see it that way. Hear me out. December is a month of clarity. Here we are. For 11 months, you've evolved. We've all evolved. This is the month, that we start to think about everything that has happened to us in this for the last 11 months. 2020, especially, is a way of seeing things, seeing things clearly, as that was the universe's hope for all of us, for all humanity. We are to take what we learned this year and move forward with clearer eyes, with 2020 vision a different perspective to see clearly, to see our lives clearly, our thoughts clearer, our perspectives different. When your perspective changes, your life changes. Last week, I spoke about gratitude. Gratitude is a magnet. When you see everything as a blessing, everything becomes a blessing, and the more blessings are brought to you. Everything. But how, how, how do you get there? How can we see everything with clear eyes, with perfect vision? Are these special glasses that that they sell? Uh, Are they on Amazon? Are they on Amazon Prime? Can I borrow them from someone? I promise I'll return them. The key is when you ask, believe, and receive, the glasses will appear. You have to want them. Well, Christmas is around the corner. Maybe you can ask Santa for them. Ask away. That's where your belief lies. Ask away. I know it's hard because sometimes maybe these glasses scare us. Maybe we'll see things that we don't want to see. Maybe we'll get to uh, issues will come up that we don't really want to talk about it. We don't want to face. Life is hard. I get it. Life gets in the way, knocks us down seemingly before we have a chance to get up. I believe it's while you're down when it's hardest i suppose when fear hits us when there doesn't seem to be any reason to get up that's the most important time to put on the 2020 glasses when it's hardest it's really easy to be happy when we have so much to be grateful for when we're riding high it's even easy to to when you see somebody else is riding high you're like well yeah it's almost annoying when other people are happy that they have so much to be happy for. I mean, why wouldn't they be happy? What's not to be happy about? All right, the truth is, you don't know what challenges anyone is facing at any given time. So try to start there. Try to stop judging and be happy for anybody in their good fortune. Be happy for everyone in their good fortune. The truth is you don't know what hurdles they've had to overcome to get there. Everyone has hurdles. Everyone has hurdles. Did you get that? Everyone has hurdles. Okay, true story time. You've heard me speak about uh, my daughter and I living in Florida for a couple of years. My daughter was down there with the Disney college program. I lost my job and I was led to move to Florida. I didn't know where I was going to live. I had not a clue. Where, where do I live? Where do I, how do I look for an apartment? How do I get a job? I don't know. I just felt a pull to Florida. I reached out to a friend of mine and told him and he said, you know what? I, I have that house in Florida. It's empty. You know, my parents are snowbirds from they're They're from the East and and they go to Florida every summer, but they've not been able to travel. They've been ill. And so they don't go anymore and the house is empty. It was a miracle. It was and 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 the house was clean and empty. He said, "I'll I'll have the house cleaned. Uh, you know, it's clean anyway, but I'll I'll have it prepared for you. We'll get everything going, and you you and Gina could live there." It was a miracle. So I moved in first. The house was clean and lovely and furnished. I couldn't ask for anything more. Started getting settled. My daughter, her Disney college program was over and Gina started moving her stuff in. But before she started moving everything in, we started cleaning. We thought, you know what, we'll help them out. The house has been empty. Their parents aren't gonna come back. We will, we'll help them with the house. So we started cleaning You know, the, the, the cabinets. We started, I started cl- cleaning the kitchen cabinets. Okay, I'm gonna stop there. I don't know if anybody who's listening knows about Florida. Perhaps my Disney friends who are, if you're listening to this you know about Florida, but here's what a girl from Chicago didn't know about Florida in the summer especially. It's really hot in Florida in the summer. I took have taken my kids to Disney Disney World for years for decades. We went in the spring and in the fall. I had never been to Florida in the summer. I did not realize truly Disney is the deep south. It's not just about Disney World it's a, it's the deep south. What I also didn't realize, about Florida as a girl from the Midwest was that Florida has really big bugs, really big bugs. Okay, I, I would say almost like prehistoric sized bugs. And we started cleaning the kitchen cabinets. And again, the house was clean. It was lovely. It was just perfect. But as we started going through cabinets, there were these bugs that were dead. Floridians call them palmetto bugs, but a girl from Chicago calls them cockroaches because that's what they look like. I think that's kind of what they are. I don't know, but they're cockroaches. Anyway, sorry, no disrespect. No disrespect to Floridians or cockroaches or palmetto bugs, but that's what they were. And so there were many, many dead cockroaches in these cabinets. And we, we were wanted to make ourselves at home and we wanted to help the owner. We were so grateful that we thought we would do this and clean these cabinets. But I hate cockroaches. I hate bugs. I'm not a creepy crawly spider person. I hate bugs. I hate insects. I'm terrified, terrified of, of, of creepy crawly things. I truly am. Even when I see cockroaches at the zoo, like it behind a glass, I'm terrified of them. They just, they, they scare the heck out of me. So we started seeing these dead cockroaches, like, like in in glasses. And, you know, I don't know, we were screaming, we were crying, we were so scared. My daughter's just like me in that we just hate bugs. And we were screaming, crying, we didn't know what to do. But we took this on. And we were so grateful to be in this situation. And so I thought, okay, there has to be another way to come at this. I have to look at this differently. And so I started calling them, instead of calling them cockroaches, I started calling them pals, you know, pals for palmetto bugs. And so whenever there would be a dead bug, I would say, a dead pal, a dead pal, and then we would clean it up. Gina started cleaning the bathroom and the same thing was happening in the cabinets in the bathroom. And then I taught her, don't call them dead cockroaches. Change your wording, change your perspective, look at them differently, call them pals. And then we won't be so scared. Maybe we won't be so scared. And so she would yell from the other room bravely, mom, mom, another dead pal. And so I would go and get, you know, with the scooper or I don't know, vacuum cleaner or whatever I was doing and scoop them up. So we continued with that vision, with that perception, changed how we perceived these bugs. Okay, all told, there was like 17 of them. Okay, done. We were done. We were so proud of ourselves that we got through this. So that night, Gina was moving in the rest of her belongings from her uh, Disney dorm. And it was about 1030 at night. And she was bringing in these clothes from the front door, all on hangers. And she just kind of dropped the whole bunch of clothes on the, on the floor in the foyer as we were getting, getting ourselves organized. Just then, there it was. It was big. It was dark. It was shiny. And it was not dead. Out of this jacket, this denim jacket, scurries a live, huge, huge, cockroach jumps out of Gina's jacket and runs for the I don't know runs I guess there's the word runs for the bedroom we are freaking out we're screaming we were jumping up and down screaming our heads off we forgot everything about the perception of how we saw these creatures but we were terrified he runs in the closet and he's fast Shiny, if you could just imagine it, shiny and scurried to the closet. Well, she had already had some, like shoes and stuff in the closet and he he disappeared. But we were screaming. So we were grabbing hairspray, Aquanet, anything and spraying the heck out of all her shoes. I don't know even where he went. He just disappeared. We were we panicked. We were terrified. We were so scared that I said, OK, that is it. Grab your purse. I grabbed my purse we shut the lights and we left the house we locked the doors and we left and we jumped in my car terrified we were driving like we were escaping from a, a madman and 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 I, we were safe we were safe in the car right like a horror movie and we were catching our trying to catch our breath and i drove to a hotel i literally got a hotel room i'm not even kidding we were at we went close to disneyland disney world It was a Holiday Inn, and we checked into the Holiday Inn. Now, those Floridians or my Disney cast members who are listening to me right now, I'm sure you're laughing because you're like, yeah, Karen, they're everywhere. And I'm sure they're in your hotel room, too. But we did not know that at the time, nor did we care. So we got two queen beds, and we both settled in for the night. We didn't even have pajamas with us. We just slept in our clothes. I swear it. So go to sleep, wake up the next morning. I woke up first and I hear a voice, a soft, soft voice. One of my guides, I, I, knew, it, I knew him clearly. And he said, Google the sig- spiritual significance of a cockroach. And I was like, wait, what, what? And he's Google the spiritual significance of a cockroach. So I grabbed my phone. And I went on to Google and I typed in spiritual significance of a cockroach. And there it was. Cockroaches have been on this planet since for millions of years, way before humans, millions of years. They are survivors. That is exactly what this, what this uh, definition was, this, this little article. They're survivors. They're going to be here millions of years after humans are on this planet. They're survivors. And I knew exactly what they were trying to teach me. You're trying to survive. They're trying to survive. You know, we were in Florida by ourselves. We were a little scared. Nobody was watching out for us. Seemingly, no one was watching out for us. And we were going to be okay. We were survivors and they're survivors. So Gina woke up. And I told her what happened and I said, let's go get your shoes on. We're going back home. We went back home. I know I I called the landlord and he said, no problem. I'll get in, you know, the pest control inside. I know he had already done the outside, but he's like, I can do the inside. And we had learned, okay, we're survivors. They're survivors. They have to survive outside. We'll survive inside. But We knew that all we had to do was change our perception and everything started changing for us. When we lived in Florida, we had always remembered that lesson we learned about fear and what fear represents in our life. And when you turn your perceptions, when you put on those glasses and see things clearer, everything changes for you. When you change your perspective, perception, you begin to see the changes in your life. Miracles seemingly appear everywhere, and that's what they did. We just started uh, experiencing more and more miracles. And then we started wondering why we were being blessed with so many miracles. We were like, wow, we are it. We are the dope. We are so good. Boy, someone up there likes us. Look at all the good fortune we're having. We were so happy. We were so grateful. And then with the gratitude, more, more miracles started appearing. What actually changed was our vision, our perspective changed. We began to look at things much differently. You know, it's like the movie It's a Wonderful Life when, you know, when George Bailey feels that he has you know, nothing to show for his life and he's a failure and he wants to, you know, one night he's despondent uh, and he wants to take his life. And, you know, the universe, the angels send in a beautiful angel, uh, Clarence, and Clarence showed uh, George a different view of his life, just a, a different perception And after, you know, they go through all the events of George's life and and how he was truly blessed and George is screaming and running through, you know, Bedford Falls, Merry Christmas, building and loan. It was no longer the albatross hanging over his head, but it was a true miracle in his life. And George had created so many miracles and so much love for his neighbors and his family and friends. Clarence gave George a great gift, a chance to see things clearly. But the truth is, miracles are there all the time. We just don't see them. Be grateful for the changes in perception. When you see things through the pair of glasses, a clear set of glasses, and you find the good in the situation, everything changes. You will never be disappointed when you dig deep and see the truth. Change your perception. Don't be afraid to pick up a pair of glasses and try them on. I promise you, you are not alone. I promise you. When you're facing challenges, fears, or just thrown by life, slip on those glasses and see every situation from a different perception. I'm here to help. Reach out to me. I get scared. I always get scared. I still get scared, but I always try to slip on those glasses. As soon as I feel those fears start bubbling up inside me, I slip on the glasses. I give thanks for what I'm about to see. And I change my view. I change the way I look at things. I've gotten through 2020. I, you know, as hard as this year has been, I've gotten through 2020 wearing those glasses every bit of wearing those glasses. I, I don't think I've ever taken them off. It's a year to be grateful for. It's a year to for reverence and belief and faith and empathy and love. Change your perception. Change your life. I want to thank you so much for your support. I've received so much support for this show and it means so much to me. Again, please reach out to me if you have questions or concerns or if you just want to ask anything or if you would like a subject covered. I have stories for everything. I promise you. My email address is lightsup at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep those beautiful lights shining brightly. Lights up. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Lights Up with Karen Rizzo. Please join us next week for another great show. If you have a question to ask on her show, please visit her website at KarenRizzoLightsUpGmail.com. At